Hey, everybody, it's Barry from the What Podcast. Hey, it's Russ. Hey, it's Brian, and we are giving away two tickets to Bonnaroo 2024. These are GA+, and they include camping. Russ, how do people get qualified? We want to hear your top artists to play on the Bonnaroo 2024 lineup. Call 423-667-7877 and tell us who we should check out. It's the What Podcast. Thanks. The expression from the music inspired me so much to take risks, and it inspired damn near the whole rap game. Hello again, I'm Adam Unz. You may know me as the host of The Opus, and now I'm bringing my own show, The Spark Parade, to the Consequence Podcast Network. I speak with artists and creatives about the cultural artifacts that spark their personal interest and creativity, whether it's music, books, movies, video games, or any other kind of art. I've never spoke about it in this amount of detail. I'm suddenly going, oh my God, I'm blowing my own mind here, Christ. It's, it's actually a giant part of my life. By talking about the things we love, we share and discover insights into our personality and the things that drive us. It's just magic, really. I mean, frustrating and it makes some people angry, but I don't think anyone's ever done anything like it. I speak with people like Connor Robers, Phoenix's Thomas Mars, Chris Gethard, Helen Hong, Adrian Young, and more, so their sparks of inspiration can start a fire in you. I'm grateful for those who continue to put our history and who we are as a people in the forefront and make you see it. Find the Spark Parade wherever you get your podcasts. A lot of people live in denial because they think that to be realistic is to be depressing. I'm Dr. Mike, host of Going There. It was the first song where I wrote about how I felt like my depression was killing me and I didn't want it. Going There breaks the stigma of mental health issues by having real honest conversations with your favorite musicians, including Alessia Cara, Lizzie Hale, Jewel, Jason Isbell, Gerard Way, Lauren Gray, Shamir, and Barty Strange. There was something there that was so raw where I was like, wow, I can't believe someone would say that. Let's go there on Going There with Dr. Mike, brought to you by Sound Mind Live and the Consequence Podcast Network every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. So this is my list of my top 10 solo drum records. Okay, so I will clarify that these are purely solo drum records. So no other performers appear on them. Um, so it disqualifies records like Baby Dodds, Talking in Drum Solos, which is an incredible document, but he has other players on it. So it's disqualified from this particular list. It also doesn't include solo percussion records. And there's loads of mind-bending um, records by, by people from Max Newhouse to Robin Schulkowski, Steve Schick, Doug Perkins, in that category. But that's another list. And it also doesn't include percussion ensemble or drum ensemble, yet more lists, or drummer as leader, or drummer with collaborators. That's why this beauty won't be on the list either. Okay, so just purely solo drum records. Now, um, I'm going to start, because uh, I can't possibly order these favorite to, uh, to least favorite, even though they're all favorites. I'm going to go um, from the oldest to the most recent. So let's start first with uh, great record, Andrew Surreal, What About? And here's another pressing of it. Can't tell I really like this record. This was recorded in 69 and um, 71. And he's just a force of nature. And this record showcases his raw power, as well as his more contemplative and lyrical mallet exploration and everything in between. As the liner notes of one of these pressings um, states, Surreal expresses uh, every emotion from a whisper to a scream, and that's pretty accurate. 
I think it also says that this was, in one of the liner notes, it says that this was the first solo drum record ever. I can't back that up, but it seems plausible to me. 6971 seems about right, so it's possible. Each piece on this record has a unique approach, and it's just a wonderful example of how he straddles the free music coming out of New York at that time, free jazz playing with his incredible technique and chops. And this record shows how he um, negotiates those two wonderful sides of his play. Okay, next up, number two, is Paul Litton, The Incline Stick. What a great cover, huh? This was recorded in 77 and 79. This record opened up a whole new world for me. It was like entering a new universe of percussion and sound and unknown rhythms. I had no grounding, nothing to hold on to. Uh, it sounded so unfamiliar, otherworldly, yet so inviting. I remember asking myself, like, how is this drum set? But it is. Uh, Paul Litton uses all kinds of and manners of techniques, uh, extended techniques to elicit sounds from his instruments, like you know, rubbing, scratching, striking, of course, bowing, rattling, anything goes on this record. He renders even the most commonplace instruments completely unrecognizable. And uh, listening to this record was like, for me, seeing a, a great painter for the first time, someone that completely reimagined reimagines everything, um, like a Gerhardt Richter or a Jackson Pollock. You know what it is, you know what the medium is, whether it's painting or drumming, but it shook me to my core. And at the same time, it was very inspiring because I realized at that moment that anything's possible. So this one really broke down a lot of walls for me. I have to add, though, even though that description might sound a little heavy, it's a really playful record, even humorous. It's a lot of fun. And one other note, um, he also made a series of duo records with the legendary Paul Lovins, a wonderful drummer. Um, so if you can check those out, I think those are all on Pope Torch as well. Um, if you can find a copy of those anywhere, check them out. Okay, number three from 1981, Alex Klein, Not Alone. Check out the setup. Um, so full disclosure... This is my bandmate in Wilco, Nels Klein. This is his twin brother, and Nels actually produced this record, too. Um, but this was decades before I knew either of them, and um, I knew Alex's music long before I ever met Nels. So there's no uh, favoritism or nepotism happening here. This record stands on its own. Um, so uh, Alex, he just expertly allows each sound to exist on its own, even when it's uh, blending part of the ensemble, part of the kit. His, there's just something about his touch um, that really lets sound, each sound and each voice um, be expressed and heard uh, in a unique way. Um, the drummier moments um, have an innate development and arc uh, that set them apart from, from the typical free wall of drums sound um, that playing, that type of playing. It's very melodic, and I feel like it's it's gesturally based. Um, I don't know. It's just an expanded kit with a lot of great sounds on it. Tongue drum, gong, preparations, kalimba, rat uh, rattles, bells, um, voice, singing bowls. Um, so a lot of great sounds on it. And it's got an incredible dynamic range um, and variety of palette. Uh, the grand finale, too, is a, just a blast of um, hyper-driven jazz and samba um, with really impressive cymbal work, too. Um, and it's just pure joy. So, uh, and, you know, come on. It's a double solo drum record. 
How cool is that? You can't beat that. Alex Klein, not alone. Okay, number four from 1981, we have Masahiko Tagashi, The Face of Percussion. Um, so this record is perfection, in my opinion. Um, it's just an incredibly, there's an incredibly deep wisdom that pervades each track. Uh, it's mesmerizing and just simply beautiful music. Um, deep stuff here. It's totally improvised, but it sounds composed um, with melodies and form naturally taking shape throughout the record. Um, and he didn't even have use of his legs uh, when he made this record. And you would never know it at all. Um, this is just, you know, it's some of my favorite brush playing I've ever heard in my life, too. Um, it's just a really deep, wonderful record. Everyone should check this out. Hey, everybody, it's Barry from the What Podcast. Hey, it's Russ. Hey, it's Brian, and we are giving away two tickets to Bonnaroo 2024. These are GA+, and they include camping. Russ, how do people get qualified? We want to hear your top artists to play on the Bonnaroo 2024 lineup. Call 423-667-7877 and tell us who we should check out. It's the What Podcast. Thanks. Number five, Eddie Prevost, Losi of Change. Um, this is from 1996, and this is just full of really engaging percussion landscapes. Um, it sounds multi-layered, but it's recorded solo in the studio, no overdubs, and just features wonderful explorations of the instruments. Um, Prevost kind of treats the kit like a pit percussionist would, using all kinds of traditional, non-traditional, and homemade instruments um, to draw out the most interesting aspects of uh, an instrument's overtone and sounds and timbre. And then he hones in on them and isolates those uh, most interesting qualities in order to sustain them and explore their subtleties. Uh, Evan Parker, the mind-blowing saxophone player, writes in the liner notes, he talks something about him, uh, Prevost, almost creating a sort of feedback loop um, between the instrument and himself by the way he's exploring the sound so deeply and then being informed by it in time. Um, so this is a great one to check out. So number six for me is from 2002. This is Chris Cutler solo. And uh, I'm sorry about the burn, Chris. Um, but anyway, this is just a really uh, compelling use of electronic manipulation of acoustic drums. Um, it's, it's almost like avant classical music to me at times. Um, super unpredictable, really exciting. Um, and it just really has interesting live processing choices that propel the music and keep it fresh and evolving. Um, it's like a series of great decisions captured on tape. Uh, he explores sustained tones and variable pitching, which are two things not easily done on drums. So it's really cool that he delves into that. Um, and I like how he refers to the audience as co-composers, uh, which is why this was all recorded um, live without any overdubs. Chris Cutler, solo. So number seven from 2006, we have Chris Corsano, the young cricketer, um, really hilarious titles on this. This was actually a CDR originally and then issued as a CD. So this isn't a burn. Um, but this is uh, just a beautiful exploration of the capability of the drums. 
um, by using extended techniques, uh, Chris's unbelievable chops, and um, also using the drums as resonators. Um, so it's free and totally improvised. But Chris always has so much swing, so much groove in his playing, even when it's a, a all-out wall of sound, which he does as well as anyone I've ever heard. Um, he always has, there's an inherent swing in his playing, which is just really um, moving. Um, he uses mouthpieces and tubes and friction wires, which are um, highly original on this. Um, he almost sounds like a one-man band here. And um, if you've never seen him live, um, don't miss the chance. It'll change you. So number eight for me is from 2010, Frank Rosalie, um, Milkwork. And this is the super cool handmade metal uh, special edition, but it's also out um, as a regular CD as well. Um, former Chicagoan living in uh, Europe now. But um, to me, this record is a masterstroke. Uh, it, it just beautifully connects the dots. Frank beautifully connects the dots from the early free prop drumming to modern music and drumming possibilities. Um, his swirling collages of rhythm are mesmerizing. Um, the first part is more drumming oriented, and then he um, slowly, uh, increasingly mixes in all kinds of electronic uh, little riffs and sounds and repetitions until at some points it sounds like it's a full band playing. Um, but it's not, it's just him. Uh, it's beautifully composed work, even though I'm pretty sure most of it's improvised, if not all of it. Um, it just really shouldn't be missed. Um, it's just a really mature, wonderful record. Okay, next, number nine from 2016 is Ingar Zak Lestanze. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, this is a studio recording of solo drums and electronics that um, to me sounds like you're taking a walk through these very percussive landscapes. Um, it's exploratory um, with highly original sounds and uh, manipulation and techniques. It's improvised, but there are pulses and perceivable time in there, which really grounds things, really adds a nice different aspect to it. Um, this record doesn't even sound like percussion at a lot of points. Um, it's music. Uh, and sound and environments. Um, it's just a wonderful record from this Norwegian uh, percussionist living in Spain for a long time now. Um, it's completely striking and arresting, in my opinion, and um, I don't know, I feel sorry for any drummer who listens to this and can't get something out of it. And number 10 is from 2020, and a brand new record by Evan Chapman. Um, I only have it digitally, so I don't have one to hold up for you. But um, this features compositions uh, by composers uh, commissioned by and performed by Evan Chapman. Um, so it's uh, not improvised, at least not entirely. Um, the compositions are all for drum set and live or pre-recorded electronics. So it's all over the place. Um, each composer creates uh, an atmosphere that's unique to their own vision. And so it's got a broad range of textures and sounds and moods. Um, and it's just beautifully interpreted, executed, and recorded. The recording is so clean um, by, by Chapman. Um, his choices, sounds, interpretation um, undoubtedly put the music across. Um, but it's, gosh, parts are really groovy and sublime. Others are um, jagged and un unexpected and jarring. So 
for me, it's a really great sneak peek at what the future uh, may hold for solo drum set. And I would be remiss if I didn't include a couple other records that are very uh, meaningful to me that, um, you know, if this was done last week or next week, might be in this top 10 list. Um, just really great records that you should check out. One is Milford Graves' Grand Unification, one of his solo records, just a deeply spiritual record. Um, creates a dialogue between African drumming and American drumming. Just great record. Um, classic, Han Benning, uh, Nerve Beats. Everyone should know that. Um, I don't. I couldn't find my copy of it, but uh, Cleve Pozar, solo percussion, that's from 74. Um, Nerve Beats was 73, by the way. Um, another one, Frank Perry, Deep Peace. He's got several records that I'll have peace in the title, um, all uh, explorations of the metallic aspects of drum set. Really great. Um, this is a fun record. Um, Detlef Schoenenberg. Um, this is from 75. Um, and let's see, also, there's this uh, Chris Hauser record that's really great. Um, another one, Sven Ak Johansson. This one is from 72, Schlingerland, it's called. Really cool stuff. Um, and there's just, uh, you know, Christopher Tree. I love that record, too. Um, and then there's a lot of more contemporary things, too, like uh, um, Billy Martin's three-disc set of Illy Beats, um, plus um, any solo work from John Hadfield I highly recommend, um, Bozio, Ben Reimer, Mike Dawson's solo records, um, all great. This record came out two years ago from the Finnish percussionist um, Tatu Ranko, um, great record. So there are so many incredible records out there. These are just things from my collection. Um, Please let me know if there's incredible ones I missed out on. Um, I'm always looking to expand my horizons, and hopefully you are too. So uh, hopefully there'll be another time to give you my other top 10 lists. Um, but in the meantime, do yourself a favor and check out some of these drummers, some of these titles. Uh, you've got more hand, uh, time on your hands now probably than ever before, so keep exploring. And even if some of these are a little obscure or out of print or hard to find, there's um, got to be different um, examples on streaming services or on YouTube of them playing. Um, so check it out. And please, please take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. Take care of others. Be responsible. And thank you. Hey, everybody. It's Barry from the What Podcast. Hey, it's Russ. Hey, it's Brian. And we are giving away two tickets to Bonnaroo 2024. These are GA+, and they include camping. Russ. How do people get qualified? We want to hear your top artists to play on the Bonnaroo 2024 lineup. Call 423-667-7877 and tell us who we should check out. It's the What Podcast. Thanks. Hey, everybody. It's Barry from the What Podcast. Hey, it's Russ. Hey, it's Brian. And we are giving away two tickets to Bonnaroo 2024. These are GA+, and they include camping. Russ. How do people get qualified? We want to hear your top artists to play on the Bonnaroo 2024 lineup. Call 423-667-7877 and tell us who we should check out. It's the What Podcast. Thanks.